1: Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman, bringing you another top story from an old episode of The Bugle. We're going back in time to December 2013 on this show and back in place to Kiev, and we had a new challenger for the title of Toughest World Leader. It was issue 252 of The Bugle, with me and John
0: Oliver. Top Story this week, Ukraine protests kicking Kiev. Ukraine, Andy, um, the John, country that John, should John, have, John, but no, no, it was Can I, just, no, can no, I pick you up on that? No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Andy. It um, was not
1: a pun. All oh, right, as long as you're sure.
0: <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It was a, at best, it was a slip of the tongue, or a word that sounded like another word. It definitely wasn't a pun. Uh, Ukraine, Andy. The country that should have but somehow didn't invent the ukulele has been in a state of serious upheaval this week, much more serious, in fact, than my last glib comment about their country sounding like a small Hawaiian string instrument might (laughs) might imply. Uh, Thousands of protesters have besieged Kiev all week, uh, bringing the city to a complete standstill over the last few days. Elsewhere around the country, more than a million Ukrainians have hit the streets, numbering even more uh, than during the Orange Revolution nine years previously when the Ukrainian people booted their government out of office like a Class NFL punter. Uh, the trigger which led to this explosion of anger was President Viktor Yanukovych's last minute decision not to sign a wide ranging partnership deal with the EU, despite what amounted to years of negotiations that have now been essentially pissed up the wall like piss going up a wall. <laughs> um, now I'm saying it out loud, I guess that's why it's a phrase. Uh, the concern. That the Ukrainian people justifiably have Is that instead of moving towards the EU Yanukovych is Attempting to move Ukraine towards Russia And a life governed by their eerily muscular Shirtless king Vladimir Putin And in case you've forgotten Who the Ukrainian president Weird Al Yanukovych is (laughs) He's the guy whose opponent in 2004 was mysteriously poisoned with dioxin and whose opponent's face consequently resembled a background character on Babylon 5. And then whose other opponent in 2010 is currently in jail. So, nice guy. (laughs) Nice guy.
1: (laughs) Well, he is uh, right out the absolute coaching manual of... uh of crackpot leaders. We've had uh, vote rigging, jailing uh, former MPs, beating up unarmed protesters uh, at a vigil in the middle of the night with uh, massive truncheons. Not him personally, obviously, you know, he hires his goons to do that. Economic problems on a massive scale, allied with huge corruption, former leader, as you say, jailed in suspicious circumstances, and international powers circling his country opportunistically like hyenas with jetpacks. This, John, this is this is a classic. He, he is ticking every single box that you could want as a neutral from a crackpot eastern european leader <laughs> not not probably not what you want as a ukrainian but as a neutral he's right. got value good value
0: right for the spectator <laughs> yeah uh, adding even more flavour to this combustible crowd of protesters is that one of the leaders of the opposition movement is Vitali Klitschko. Yes, that <laughs> Vitali Klitschko, the only Vitali Klitschko you've ever heard of. The reigning WBC heavyweight champion of the world and a six foot seven inch destroyer of faces and now major political pugilist. He has been in the thick of the protests all week trying to calm people down, even at one point shoving supporters to keep them from confronting the police, screaming, don't fall into a trap. He's actually already an MP in Ukraine and is uh, rumoured to be likely to run for president in 2015. Uh, Klitschko leads the UDAR movement, which means punch because, of course it does. Now, if Hulk Hogan ran for office in Ukraine it would be with the chokeslam party. Anyway, UDAR <laughs> Won 40 seats in Parliament last year with uh, pro-European, anti-corruption stances. And I presume that after the punch party won each seat, a woman in a bikini walked around holding up a sign saying seat one, seat two (laughs) and so forth. (laughs) So if Klitschko wins, Ukraine would essentially have a real-life President Rocky as their leader, (laughs) except he has a much better win-loss record than the fictitious fighter. And this this actually might be food for thought for Yanukovych, because his supporters may have poisoned one opponent and jailed another. But good luck f-ing with Klitschko, because <laughs> you would not like him when he's angry, or indeed when he is chillingly focused.
1: <laughs> well, it's a big big thing for Putin as well, because I mean he's long traded on having the uh, easily the best six pack of any G eight uh, G eight leader, and you know if uh, all of a sudden. Uh, next door in Ukraine there is an, uh, an actual heavyweight boxing champion. <laughs> He's going to have to do some serious gym hours, John. Serious. That's true. Serious I hours. Actually,
0: I actually met uh, Vitali Klitschko's brother, Vladimir, last week, Andy. I think it was inevitable that our two lives would collide eventually. <laughs> in we the ring so or of uh, outside? <laughs> well... I, I think I would. I assumed it would be in the ring, or you know, the fact that we know so many of the same people. Uh, instead, we met at an award show that I was hosting in New York, and he's a very handsome man, Andy. And it was, it was slightly bemusing to see the symmetry of his features after he spent a career being punched in the face. It made me look at my own face and wonder whether it could have benefited from a lifetime of pummeling. And I'm sure there are some people on the internet that would be only too quick to agree with that sentiment. The The only weird thing was shaking Vladimir Klitschko's hand, because they're all lumpy and sharp from broken bones, and you can't help thinking that he mainly broke his hands by repeatedly slamming them into people's (laughs) bodies and heads. And that really does give a man pause for thought when he's about to engage in witty banter with another man so masculine that he makes you feel like a four-year-old girl in a princess dress.
1: (laughs) So what what witty banter do you go with, John? (laughs)
0: I literally ran away. It's <laughs> true. They'd, they'd set up this terrible, well, yeah, you know, you know it's, they'd set up this kind of awkward, witty banter between the two of us. Right. And so I was going to kind of insult him and then we'd go back and forth. And I got halfway through the insult, I looked at his face and I physically ran away. <laughs> what were the awards? <laughs> the International Emmys. All oh, right. He was giving one to a friend of his. All oh, right. <laughs> But um,
1: uh, Putin and uh, Russia have come out strongly against the, uh, uh, the protesters uh, in the Ukraine in some pretty inventive and unusual ways, including um, a TV anchor on a news show um, showing clips from a Swedish children's TV show uh, designed to explain to children uh, how their bodily functions work. Basically, entitled uh, what will be translated as Wee Wee and Poo Poo. Uh, and he showed <laughs> clips from this as an example of the uh, exemplifying the Western decadence that awaits Ukraine if it decides to join the EU <laughs> instead of allying itself with
0: Russia. <laughs> The programme itself is amazing. It's probably called Bliss Och Case, which is, yeah, a reference to wee-wee and poo-poo. It teaches kids how their bodies work with the help of two popular characters, Bliss and Case, with occasional music numbers from the Rump Orchestra, which is bottoms dressed in hats, glasses and ties. <laughs> and, and, and what the journalist calls singing genitalia. So, I mean... It's basically the Blues Brothers tr- by the sound of it. If, it. if it's true, Andy, if it's true that that kind of Western decadence awaits Ukraine if it decides to join the EU and turn its back on Russia, then, you know, showing it is probably accomplishing the exact opposite of what that Russian journalist is hoping for. Because that TV show sounds f***ing amazing, Andy. Singing genitalia, the rump orchestra, with bottoms dressed in hats and glasses. Come on, what does Russia possibly have to compete with that? A cartoon potato who teaches children about the pain of life and the inevitability of death. Not good enough. (laughs) A sad dog puppet reading extracts from Dostoevsky? Nobody wants that! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sounds like you're workshopping ideas for your new HBO show there, John.
0: (laughs) He said... Well, actually, he went... He doubled down Uh, Dmitry Kizilev, who's the the Russian journalist in question, saying that Sweden... uh, In Sweden, there has been a sharp rise in child abortions, early sex is the norm from the age of nine, and it is not surprising that child impotence starts at 12. There you have European values in all their glory. Impotence at 12, Andy. I couldn't even spell impotence at 12, let alone suffer from it. I didn't even have a penis when I was 12. No 12-year-old boy suffers from impotence, Andy. If anything, they suffer from whatever the exact opposite of impotence is. I think it's literally called being 12. Uh,
1: also, you have to raise questions of exactly what his picture of decadence is, all those decadent <laughs> bodily functions like urinating and rect expulsion or whatever you want to call it. Uh, to put this in context, the uh, news anchor in question, Dmitry Kisilev, is, um, I guess, from the lunatic fringes of TV news. He's basically a Gale Force f- it's a um, certified homophobe, <laughs> a xenophobe, and it seems also a wasophobe and dumpophobe as well. Uh, but it didn't stop there. Uh, also on a, <laughs> on a weather forecast, Vadim Zavodchenkov, uh, on, a, on the rossier 24 news channel, senior weather forecast at the Fobos Weather Center, <laughs> says, "Not for the first time has a sharp deterioration in the political climate in Ukraine coincided with a change in the seasons. <laughs> Basically, blaming it on winter." So, (laughs) quality effort from uh, Russian, uh, Russian, Russian media.
0: Yeah, Ukraine's uh, leadership are pushing back as well. Ukraine's prime minister has claimed that the protests, uh, as the protests intensify, he sees all the signs of a coup, uh, referring to the fact that demonstrators are apparently blockading the main government building. Uh, And Yanukovych himself said in his first TV interview uh, since uh, Sunday's violence, "Any bad peace is better than a good war." Wow. (laughs) That is not true. Nice try, Chamberlain, but I think the ship has sailed on that one. The the best case scenario that they could possibly explain this to the international community with and the Ukraine's leaders is that this essentially is just about the World Cup. Ukraine didn't qualify for the World Cup because, look, if England had failed to qualify for the World Cup, there'd be people setting fire to the gates of Buckingham Palace right now. That is just a fact.
1: Thank you for listening to another top story. There will be more slices of satire from the past tomorrow.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer
1: Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better